Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm fighting wow! Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you keep being very, very safe and well. Thank you so much for joining us for yet another transfer window update. Such is the bizarre line. We are just talking in the green room just now that uh, Spurs... We are early July and Spurs have made four signings. I think even me and Jay, when we were you know, preparing these transfer weekly updates, I don't think any of us could have imagined the fact that Spurs, early July, have got four over the line and in a really good spot now in terms of heading into pre-season. So much excitement around Tottenham at the moment. And we're joined by wonderful, wonderful journalist that's rejoining us on the last one on Spurs. We'll have more from him in just a second. But delighted to be joined back alongside me by, listen, Daily, Daily Hotspur's very own, last one on Spurs' very own transfer guru, Jamie Brown from the Daily Hotspur. Jay, how are you, mate? I'm very good. And yeah, it's obviously it's strange to be doing these shows with all these fantastic journalists, you know, not having to worry about, you know, questioning them and when are these players coming? Because obviously they're already through the door. So um, yeah, it's obviously nice to kind of be a bit more relaxed on these shows, knowing that we've got most of our business done already. But uh, no, again, I, I think tonight's show, really looking forward to it. I remember... You know, speaking to Sammy back in January, and again, that was a moment where Spurs fans were all a bit worried about what was going to happen. But uh, again, tonight's a bit more relaxed one. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to it again. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this guy, I think we were absolutely driving insane in January. Saying, are we going to get anyone? Are we going to have anyone through the door? Obviously, Spurs leaving it very, very late indeed. We're delighted to be joined by... Uh, the chief sports football reporter for the Daily Mail, the brilliant Sammy Mockbell joining us. Sammy, lovely to be back on last one on Spurs. How are you, my friend? Very good, very good. Like like, like yourselves, um, the, the 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 pressure is eased somewhat on on cover, covering Tottenham this summer because of the uh, because of the quickness that the, that the signings are coming through the door. This is kind of unprecedented in the the the, the, the Daniel Levy era, shall we say? How bizarre is it for you, Sammy? You know, for a club that you know normally leaves their business to yeah. very very late to have four over the line, which I know you've highly reported on a lot of those signings. Um, is it a bit strange for you as well as a, as a journalist that's covered top of the quite a significant yeah. amount of time? It's um, yeah, you could say it's it, it, it's strange, but it, it, you know, it, it, in many ways, it's it's given sort of the the, the media and the press uh, a lot to you know a lot to get their teeth into, particularly the guys that that, that, that cover Tottenham on a regular basis, you know. For those guys, and for all you know, for, for, for all of us that covered the club, um, 
we, we usually sort of kick into overdrive that those, those last couple of weeks when you, you're frantically trying to get those deals over the line. But you know things have changed. I think you know the the, the, the success that Antonio Conte had at the at the end of last season, qualifying for the Champions League. I think there's been a catalyst for that. I think the 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 board and the and 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 the structure and the hierarchy have, have, have identified the fact that they've got a manager there that if you back um will bring will bring success. So mm. fair play to them, fair play to them for, for for doing those deals really early. And then I and I and I think the key thing to that is getting him through the door for the start of pre-season. It, it means that Conte, who's who's big on getting players in the in the building as soon as possible during the summer transfer window it gives him more time to to mold and to, to and to and to put the team together uh, and i think that that will be key in my opinion to to, to seeing tottenham sort of hitting the ground running yeah. um at the start of next season yeah absolutely i think jay and we've said it's a lot obviously in the course of the last few weeks the excitement and thirst and hunger to get pre-season underway, I mean, it's just, at the moment, being a Spurs fan, everybody's smiling, right? There's a real excitement around the football club, and long may that continue. Um, such as I'm getting so carried away, I've not even done us the intro yet. Well, obviously, welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. You'll listen to the show for the first time, and where have you been for the last five, six, seven years? And you can find us on uh, iTunes, or on Spotify, or across all major audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs, or on Facebook and Instagram, too. And already, for a building audience on YouTube, thank you so much, as always, for your incredible support. Midweek, no game, plenty of transfer chat. That's why you've got Jamie Browning. That's why you've got the wonderful Sammy Mockbell here from the Daily Mail. And also, of course, having a, lined, a show lined up like this, we're proud again to be sponsored by the Beavertown Corner Pin. That is the Beavertown Bang opposite yourself, stand at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We have got some content, and I keep saying this, we have got some content lined up to come before the start of the season with the guys over at Beavertown. They've got a special at the moment. So if you head over to their website, beavertown.co.uk and use the code TOP4. And for any Arsenal fans in the chat, we can see you. Yeah, we can hear you as well. That's TOP4, all capitals, all one word. You can bag yourself 15% off all beer on their website for a limited time. Terms and conditions apply. And yeah, let's get into, again, another transfer update. The brilliant something Mock Bell. Um, Sam, listen, as we've just been spending about and talking about Tottenham, the fact that Spurs have started their business ever so early, quicker than I think any of us could have imagined, and the fact that Spurs have got over the line, Ivan Pedersic, Eve Basuma, Richarlison and Fraser Forster. And what have you made so far of Spurs' summer transfer window from maybe, maybe an outsider perspective rather than from a journalist perspective? Mm. No, no, I have to say I've been, I've, I've been impressed. I think you've what Conte has made clear and what the, in, in terms of the business, what is, is clear that, he's, that they're going for proven and proven talent, you know, even down to... To, to, to Fraser Forster, who is a goalkeeper with immense, immense um, Premier League experience. You know, he's, he's, he's played international football uh, for England. Uh, so even down to that, 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 you know, the, the second choice goalkeeper, it's, I think this is, this is, a, this is a summer where, as, as we mentioned, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Tottenham have kind of changed tact a little bit and they've, and they've, they've gone to do their business early and, you know, that is because of of, of of the manager. That is because of Antonio Conte, having having made that such a massive impact at the at the at the end of last season. Um, I think now the club can see the merits in in backing in, in in backing Antonio Conte. And also, I think you know there was a, there was 
you know, with my sceptical hat on, there was obviously a little bit of noise that towards the end of last season that Conte would potentially look elsewhere if the if the hierarchy didn't buy into his vision, i.e. didn't get the players that he wanted through the door over the line. Um, they've done that for him. So, you know, they've put all their eggs in, they put all their eggs in, in, in Conte's basket, as it, as, it, as it were, and it's up, to, it's up to him and the team to deliver now. You know, I'm intrigued to ask you, Sam, before Jamie comes in there. I mean, like you said, there was a lot of speculation um, towards the end of the season before Spurs clinched the top four, whether Conte would have stayed as Spurs' head coach. And it feels like, so you're watching the um, interview of um, Ivan Perisic joining the club. It seemed that very early on, he seemed to know, I think up until the Arsenal game, if he was going to come to Tottenham. I just wonder, you know, as journalists, was you kept very much in the dark about Conte's future up until the announcement? Yeah, there wasn't, that, uh, I, you know, in terms of official guidance or guidance in, in, in inverted colours from the club, there, um, there, you know, there wasn't much. I think it was all, the end, particularly the end of last season, was very much full steam ahead in terms of just, just trying, to get in the, trying to get in the top four. And I didn't want anything to detract off the focus of doing that. But there was this sideshow going on in the background with regards to Conte's, Conte's future. Listen, um, whether he would whether he would have seriously contemplated walking, um, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm fairly I'm fairly sceptical. Although I am led to believe that, or I was led to believe at the time that the PSG job, uh, he was a contender for the PSG job at the, at, at at that at that moment in time. Um, but I think qualifying for the top four, um, the Champions League, kind of. Almost made a decision for, for Antonio Conte. You know, he got what he, he you know, he achieved what he, he set out to achieve. And you know, why would you walk away from from a club that you've already started to mould in your own identity? To to you know, why would you why would you walk away from that? And why would you walk away from Champions League f- football to go into to go into the unknown? Um, so I think ever since that top four place was clinched, I think. It was pretty clear that he was he was going to stay. Yeah, of course. We obviously saw the very exciting news. I think towards the the end of last season, where Enix said they were putting 150 million pounds into the club. Of course, we've already seen Spurs draw around about 100 million pounds of that. So, you know, real real kind of a statement that they were going to go and back him. Um, I think that news really got a lot of Spurs fans obviously quite excited. But be just interesting to get your take on kind of what Conte's intentions are to, uh, to finish this window for the squads. And, and maybe also kind of what positions do you think left to target? Um, that'd be interesting to get your take on those those two questions. Yeah. Listen, I think the, the key thing for for Conte is, is getting his quality through the door. It's not quantity. Listen, Tottenham could end up signing six or seven players by the time this window uh, is is done, and that's kind of unheard of in the in the modern era for for, for, for Tottenham. But I think that the, the key thing is certainly for Conte, is, is is getting quality through the door. I think he wants around 16, 17 players of of a similar kind of standard in his in his squad next season. So if he when he does rotate, if there is injuries, there isn't a there isn't a necessarily a, a, a drop down in in personnel in terms of the, the levels and performance. I think that's what he's instructed 
the 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 you know Fabio Paratici and 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 the other transfer specialists within the club to do. He wants that level of quality at the club to 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 accommodate the Champions League football next season. And um, it's a big ask to have 16, 17 top level players in the squad is a big ask. You know, one keeping them happy because they all can't play. That's a that's a task in itself. And two, just getting get, getting that level of player through the door because that player will know they will probably aren't going to be playing week in week out. And I think it's the it's it's the it's the problem that the club has found over the years in in trying to find an understudy for for Harry Kane. No one has really been prepared to come in and say, yeah, okay, I I will accept playing twenty games or t- just starting twenty games a season and coming off the bench. And it's hard to attract a top-level player to do that. And so whether they can have, whether Conte can have his wish of having that many players in his squad, quality players in his squad next season remains to be seen. But it is a gauge of 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 how how the club are trying to operate in the in the transfer window this summer. Sammy, lots of love for you in the comments. Sorry, lots of people remembering you from before and obviously have been following you. So I say thanks so much again, guys, for all the support. Don't worry, we'll be covering all the main headlines with Sammy in terms of the transfers. Don't panic. We're going to be covering them. Sam, just out of interest, just want to ask you, um, you mentioned there from your perspective the fact that you know Spurs have always maybe found it quite tricky, difficult to find the right alternative to Harry Kane. I hate using that word backup because mm. you know there's no such thing as that in football now. It is about alternatives. And it's interesting because it feels with Tottenham now that, the, I mean, it's again kind of going off a little bit off script, but um, the signing of Richarlison, Spurs have actually strengthened an area that they're already quite you know, in-depth to, if you think about it. Kulisevsky, Kane, Son, they're most likely still going to be Spurs' three primary starters in that forward line. So does it surprise you the fact the club have put a, quite a significant amount of money into a player that isn't necessarily going to start every week? but offers Tottenham real quality when, for example, they may have Bayern Munich on a Wednesday and then Chelsea on a Sunday, if you see where I'm coming from. They've really got to, you know, try and find a squad now that can handle multiple competitions, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's such a clever signing. And, you know, a lot of people, you know, me included, will look at the price and say 60 million quid for a player who was in a team that was battling relegation next last season and you'd think wow that's that's a that's a big investment but you know I, again I think it's it, it's such a it's such an attractive signing in my opinion because you've got a player there who can play wide you know who 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 will most likely play wide in 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 the team but he does give you the added option of look we want I want to rest Kane in the you know in the FA Cup this this weekend or in the, you know one or the League Cup or in the Champions League, dead rubber, uh, one Wednesday or Tuesday night, and he gives you the opportunity to, of of doing that because Richarlison, Richarlison as we've seen is is very adept and he can play through the through the middle. He can be a centre forward and he can score goals playing at centre forward and he's proven in the Premier League. Um, so I I while it's an expensive outlay. I, I, I think Richarlison will definitely get his fair share of games and I think he'll definitely get his fair share of games playing playing through the middle as well. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you arrive during the season, it's not easy. This is quite the welcome in North London. It was a big challenge for me. And it looks like they pinched all three points. This type of situation make me a bit angry. Surely not another twist. I was a bit scared before the game. Oh, and it's in! It's Harry Kane with the header! Look what it means to the new head coach. We needed to work very hard. Stephen Bergwijn! I don't believe it! They were going home with nothing. They leave with everything. Yes! It was the tough period. Oh, and he's curled it into the top corner. He's done it again! Important three points for us. Lucas Moura! The fight for Champions League football is going to go right to the wire. At the end of the season, one point instead zero point can change your life. Did you believe top four was possible? Yes. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's discuss a transfer that feels like it's been confirmed more times than any other. Um, in the club's history, especially this summer. And that's uh, Middlesbrough wing-back Jed Spence. Now, I think it's fair to say that a greener fee for this seems to be the, the biggest stumbling block. And despite mm. reports earlier today we saw from, I think it was the Telegraph, that appeared to suggest that Spurs had agreed a deal. Again, they've been shot down by quite a number of multiple reports that say deal is still not done. And Can you let us know, Sammy, from your perspective, from the Mouse perspective, what appears to be holding this deal up? Is it simply based on the initial fee? Is it add-ons? Can you give us some more intel on this one? Yeah, no, I, I think it's the fee. I think the fee, I don't think Tottenham are, are prepared to to match the fee, which I think is, is towards the £20 million mark where, that Middlesbrough want. And um, I think both parties, in terms of, I think Jed Spence would 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 sign that, would, 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 
signed for Tottenham. I don't think that's under any kind of doubt. But there is at a moment an impasse, and there is there is no from from as I from what I understand, there isn't an agreement in place between the two clubs, which is the most important thing in any deal at the end of the day. It's, it, it's, it's agreeing a transfer fee. Um, he hasn't been at the, he hasn't had any sort of visits to the, to, to the training ground from what I'm, from what I'm led to believe. Um, and as of today, I don't, I, I you know, I don't think that deal is necessarily, you know, necessarily close to being completed. You know, it's always, I think you can put it in the close bracket because, we all know that the, those talks are, are ongoing, and it, all it all it takes is, you know, one breakthrough, and all the all the all the dominoes can kind of can 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 fall, and everything can be in place, and, and the deal's done within the matter of you know within the matter of minutes. But um, yeah, it's it, it's he's obviously a priority signing mm. for Conte. He's one that we knew that he was after, or the or the club was after very very early. In, right. in in the window and there was a little bit of concern at one point I'm led to believe that he he was perhaps leaning towards uh staying with Nottingham Forest and but they, obviously they were keen because I could I could see the merits in the way he was thinking because he would definitely be guaranteed starts at Nottingham Forest uh he would definitely play there week in week out where I think if you're coming to Tottenham, the, the the step up in class is 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 so high that you, you you're kind of going going into the unknown a little bit. Listen, I know he's a confident lad, and he and he will back his ability to be to become a player at Tottenham, to become an important player at Tottenham. But you know, there was a comfort I think at Nottingham Forest where he knew he would be he'd be playing every week. But yeah. I think he I think he has now sort of pick Tottenham as, as his preferred destination and it's now between the Middlesbrough and and and, and Tottenham to, to strike a deal but as it stands I'm led to believe that that isn't that isn't quite that that agreement isn't in place quite yet oh too I know Jason there obviously Jason's one of our own on last one says Ricky looks so confused I am really confused and I'm going to bring Jane as well in a second because I'm sure Jane's got questions as well about this the, the thing for me Sam that I can't understand is that <laughs> By now, Spurs, if he is, like we you've said there, and I believe you, he is a priority signing. The club are going on pre-season tour towards the end of the week. Spurs must know what that price is in order to obviously break through on those negotiations. Mm. And mm. it just feels like, again, with Tottenham, and I might be wrong, it feels like, again, we're it's, it's over, must be around a couple of million difference now that we're looking at. I mean, do you think it's just based on the fact that Spurs hold that valuation because he's a championship player? And mm. he's unproven in the Premier League. And that is mm. a big step up under Conte. And I've said to the boys, I mean, my reservations have been when I've watched him, he has come across slightly raw when I've seen him. And it does, for me, need to be a degree of coaching there to get him up to a level where he's going to be able to sustain playing ability in the Champions League, high-level Premier League. Is it? Do you think, Sammy, Spurs are just a little bit apprehensive about paying out quite a substantial fee for a player that is yet to prove himself in the Premier League? Mm. Yeah, I think that might be part. I think that's probably part of it, but um, but I think it's pretty clear that they want the player. Tottenham want the player. I think they've decided that that despite those those um, those concerns that he, you know he he is for all intents and purposes at the moment the championship player because we don't know if he's going to cut the mustard 
in the Premier League just yet. But I think they've seen, must seem pretty confident that he's got all the raw materials to do so. But I just think sometimes when you're at a club, you've, just, you, you've got the valuation for a player and you've just got to draw the line. If you don't think X player or said player is, is worth X amount, then I think sometimes you can't cave. And, and you know, um, Daniel Levy's kind of the master at that. And, and, and I, I'd imagine Daniel Levy will be, will be prepared to go to, down to the very last day of the, of the transfer window to, to, to complete this deal because it's, it's, I think it's a bit of a poker game now between the two clubs. You know, I think Steve Gibson is, um, is just as hard-lined a negotiator as, as, as Daniel Levy is. And not, neither of them are going to want to sort of back down. So it'll be interesting to see how how the issues attached to the deal are resolved. But what's for sure is I think that Tottenham want the player, and and, and more importantly, Tottenham want or need another right wing back um, through the door before the before the before the window closes. And he seems to be, or he is, the, the priority option moving forward. So it's just how much Tottenham are willing to go over over their valuation for the player, which, you know, I think to get him, they're probably going to have to do. Hmm. Do, you, do you think there's any chance they might try to accelerate it before they go on tour on Saturday? Because, of course, as, as we mentioned, this is obviously seemingly quite a, a, an area of high priority in getting that hmm. player through the door. So do you think there's any chance that we could see maybe Spurs just saying, OK, we're going to, you know, maybe caving in and, and saying we yeah. desperately want him on the plane? I'd be surprised if if it would accelerate that quickly from the 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 views I would get I would get I was getting from inside the club today. I was sort of being led to believe that it wasn't close at all, and they're, they're still quite quite away from coming to an agreement. And you know, even when an initial kind of fee is agreed, you, you've got all the bits around the side to sort out. And so I think doing it in twenty four to forty eight hours might be. Might be, might be. I don't know how long they're out there, that they're on their preseason tour for. You know, you could conceivably fly out and meet them if if a deal was done early next week. Mm. To get it done before Saturday, I think would probably a, would 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 be uh, would be a tough ask. Do you also think with Spence, there's a case that Spurs are going for that player because he's homegrown, or or do you think that maybe there are alternatives and and they might go for a different player? Is, is it or? With the case with Spence, is it because he's homegrown that that's why they they really want to go for him? Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Because you know the the the, the homegrown the homegrown issue is 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 something that Conte is obviously in the club are aware of, ensuring that they fall in line with the the Premier League guidelines. Yeah. Um, I think that's also probably part of the problem of, of the valuation. You know, homegrown players have got you know have got a premium put on them because of that very fact that they you know they they help satisfy the Premier League's quota and you know clubs aren't stupid they will they will put an extra five million on on said player because because you know they 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 help that you know that the buying club fit into that fit into that criteria but I certainly think that that that's one of the attractions with Jed Spence for sure not 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 just the fact that he's he has bags of potential and he looks like he's going to be a fantastic a fantastic player also I think it helps the club fit those you know fit those um fit those rules yeah. another player obviously Spurs do look like they're trying to actively go for at the moment is Clement Longley from Barcelona of course a left-sided central defender is that a deal that you're kind of expecting to go through and in terms of 
Do, do you know what his role in the squad is going to be? Because I know a lot of people kind of saying, you know, he's got, even the comment on screen here, you know, they're saying maybe will he be brought in as a, a backup to Eric Dyer or a central, you know, mm. central centre back, or mm. is he going to be brought in to genuinely be that left sided central mm. defender that Conte clearly wanted to bring in? Do you, what's your understanding of, of what his role might be in the squad? That will be very interesting. It's a very good question. And I can't sort of sit here and tell I've got the categorical answer to it, but listen, Bastoni was was the one he wanted, Conti wanted, and he he's the one that he 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 was the the first the, the, the first choice, his first choice central defensive target. That deal looks like it's going to be a difficult one to do this summer. It doesn't it doesn't sound like that's going to be that's going to be possible. Um, so they they're going to have to look at all, look at alternatives. Um, Lenglet is, is certainly is, is certainly a player on 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 the on on the club's radar, but I don't think he's up to he's he's necessarily up to you know he could he could sign for the club and he could be amazing, but I, I, I'm not sure he's up to the kind of level that Conte originally wanted because he was looking he, you know I've seen quite a bit of Bastoni and he looks like a he looks like an excellent an ex, an excellent player. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whether I guess it's whether or not they can get they Tottenham can feel that they can get one that's maybe lower down their their target list like a you know like a a, a Pau Torres I know that I know they've been interested in or or the, or, or Garbado, um is another one that they that that, that that they that I know for a fact that they've got an interest in. Um, but center halves, yeah. center halves are hard to come by, and clubs don't and clubs don't want just don't want to let them go. And you know, when you do, you've got to pay big dough. And and having forked out sixty million for for Richarlison, um, I think they, you know, the club Tottenham have to be maybe a bit more economical in the market moving forward. Shall we say? If this Langley Langley deal was to happen, do you know, do you know of any buy option that Spurs might have in it? Because I think that that's been coming out of uh, the Spanish press mm. a lot about buy options, and then obviously percentage of the wages that we're going to pay. Do you do you mm. kind of understand anything about um, a, yeah. a, a buy option with that deal? Yeah, be alone, and I'd be very surprised if there wasn't there wasn't some sort of op- or they haven't discussed a buying a, a, a buy option uh, because as ever with these with these loan deals. Certainly, with the big clubs, um, to have a if a player was to come in and be a success, and then then for them to be ripped out of your ripped out your team and go back to his parent club without the option, um, it doesn't look like it's very good business. Um, so to have that fallback option for clubs to say, yeah, we can we can sign the player for X amount at the end of the season, is always a is always a, a nice little sweetener that can. That, that, that clubs will look to insert for sure. Fantastic. Um, I think one deal that looks like now, from our perspective, Sammy, it's coming to an imminent conclusion, although it's been dragging on for such a considerable amount of time, and that is of Stephen Bergvine to Ajax. It looks like, uh, from what we can understand today and what we've seen pictures-wise, Bergvine has underwent his medical and will complete a move which we understand is going to be worth around 32.5 million euros, uh, converted to 27.8 million GBP. Um, it's understood that fee, that I say, will rise to that 32.5 million euro figure with add-ons, which in turn will see Spurs recoup that 27 million that they actually paid out to PSV back in January of 2020. 
what I'm interested to know from you is that considering he's got a lack of regular match time at Tottenham, they've managed to get themselves quite a nice, sizable fee there. Um, do you think, based on what they've obtained there, will that allow them to go and spend really big on one specific area? And if so, is that still the left-sided centre-back view, in your opinion? Yeah, no, I, I don't think they need another forward, do they? Because because uh, of the Richarlison deal, I, you know, I think they've really got... They've already got Berg, Bergwijn's replacement, so I think I think that money, and I totally agree with you. I think that's uh, modern day recruitment is just a, is 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 more as you know it, selling players and how much you get for players is just as important nowadays than the players that you sign and how much. Look, Michael Edwards was at, at Liverpool before he left was the master of that. They they signed some fantastic players, but Michael Edwards led one of the most unbelievable kind of regimes in terms of selling players and for, and for getting um, their, ma- you know, their, their, their maximum worth for, for a player. And that, that helped ma- Liverpool massively in, 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 in reinvesting in, in, in their squad. And I think so to get the money that they recouped for Bergwijn is, is, is a fantastic bit of business by, by, by Tottenham. Um, and yeah, and, and I agree with you. I think the Richarlison deal means that they, you know, they, they don't need to go out and sign another forward. So I think that money can be reinvested in 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 trying to get a right wing back or trying to or trying to find a uh, trying to sign another another centre half. Okay, that's interesting. So I mean, the next question we were going to ask about Memphis Depay because he's been a guy that maybe came up. I think it was only in the Spanish press that his name came up. Potentially, obviously, you know, because we're already in talks with Barcelona. Um, maybe he was offered. Is, is that a deal at all that might come into fruition? Uh, Memphis Depay to Spurs, or is that is yeah, that yeah. maybe a case of Barcelona yeah. offering because we're in talks along yeah. there? I don't want to, you know. Listen, I'm not. You know, I, I'm not going to sit. I can't sit here and knock it down. But I, I just, you know, I, it's not one that's come across my phone. It's not one that I know about. That, that, that doesn't mean that it isn't genuine. That the links today aren't genuine. But I think Tottenham and Conte would. Cert- I've certainly got bigger priorities at the moment um, in terms of strengthening their squad, you know, as, uh, you know, as we, as we've already mentioned, you know, left-sided, left-sided centre-back is imperative. A, a, a right wing-back is absolutely imperative. Um, so I think getting those two deals or players to fill those positions over the line will be the priority. And maybe, you know, maybe if there's a little bit more, a little bit of extra money to spend towards the end of the window, you know, we and and someone like Depay is available. That could be the ice, icing on the cake for for Tottenham's window for sure. Like I say, I mean, at the moment with Tottenham, we've been with such a host amount of players. Um, again, when we look at the situation with regards to Anthony Gordon, Sam, I mean, there was very, very kind of. I know, very high reports that Spurs were looking to maybe make him part of the Richarlison deal or it being a separate transfer. And we've seen reports say that essentially Everton have no intention of selling the player. Um, although he's thought to be on Spurs' radar, it also is believed that I think Everton are looking to potentially offer him a new contract. And alongside that, I think Lampard is also vehemently against the proposal of Gordon leaving. Do you think that is the end of it? <laughs> or is there still... Yeah. An opportunity because we are still only in July. I have to remind ourselves yeah. there's still nearly two months of the window to go. Any chance Tottenham could look at Gordon's availability again before the end of the window? I think it'd be hard to get him out of Everton, having uh, particularly given Everton have just had the the sixty million 
from from Richarlison. I, I don't think the need. They obviously needed to balance the books. We know about their their, their sort of their precarious financial position. We knew we know about that. It's well documented. Uh, but I think that the money for Richarlison will go a long way to, to easing those concerns. Um, the the interest in Gordon Anthony Gordon is absolutely genuine. Uh, I think they have had a conversation. I think they did have a conversation, and I got they. I think they got very short thrift from. <laughs> from Everton, I, I don't think that he's he, that he's a player that, if at all possible, that they, that they you know that they want to sell. Frank Lampard absolutely thinks he's you know he, he's he's uh, he's one for the future, not even one for the future. He's you know he's one for their team now. I think he'll play a key role for them next season. And um, yeah, and, I, and I just one one point on Gordon, I I can't remember what the score was, but Tottenham played Everton at the end of last season and absolutely thumped them. I can't remember what the score was. Yeah, and I, and I remember the game, and I was, I was there, and I, and and as and as well as Tottenham played that night, and and as ever and as poor as Everton were that night, um, he was he was fantastic. I thought he was really really good that night. I don't know if you guys were there, but I thought Gordon was a was 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 their was their best player by a country mile, uh, in a team that were getting absolutely thumped, you know, away from home. Uh, and, and I just wonder if that was the night that, that Conte saw him and thought, yeah, no, I, I, I fancy a bit of him. I mean, another player that was potentially going to be in, or, or certainly was mentioned in talks between Spurs and Everton was Harry Winks. Now, there mm. had been a lot of reports come out that now Everton aren't interested in the player. Um, Frank Lampard's come out and I think someone was saying he's come out and done his due diligence on the player and uh, speaking to some Everton fans, they were just saying they didn't want him at all. Um, with, with Harry Winks now, is is there maybe other alternatives for him to go? Because, of course, I, I remember another club that was linked with him was Leeds. And, of course, they've just signed Tyler Adams from RB Leipzig. So, again, mm. another club that maybe aren't looking for a, a midfielder anymore. Is is there other alternatives for Harry Winks now? Or, and, and is Everton um, uh, one that's off the table now for him? Um, yeah, it sounds like Everton is off the table. But I, I, I definitely... Well, I definitely know that there that there are other Premier League clubs interested in in Harry Winks. One certainly being Leicester. I think Leicester have got have, have got a keen interest in in uh, in in Harry Winks. Um, I think Brendan Rodgers sees him as he's he's, he's a Brendan Rodgers type of player, isn't he? He's he's comfortable on the ball, comfortable in possession, can find a pass. Um, so if the price is right. Uh, and 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 the deal is right. I, I think that that deal will have legs and and could have legs moving forward for sure. I know Palace have looked at him and and uh, obviously Palace are in the mid. I know that they're of a different mould, but Palace are after a midfielder to replace Conor Gallagher, who's gone back on loan, who's gone back to um, gone back to Chelsea. Um, and I think ideally Palace would like to maybe get another loan deal for Gallagher over the line but as far as I'm aware Gallagher wants to at the very least give it a crack at Chelsea to see if he can make it and I know they're two different types of players Gallagher and Harry Winks but you know they are they are in the market for a number eight type player Palace and I, and I know that they've looked at Harry Winks and, and 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 considered that so I wouldn't completely rule that out and I also I understand that Southampton have I've got an interest in in Harry Winks as well, so he, he's certainly got options. Um, 
But it's one thing having options and one thing actually a club putting the readies on the table because I think it's you know it's going to be 20, 25 million to get to to to, to get him to get Harry Winks, which is I suppose a, a a big price given he someone who's unlikely to play regularly next season. But equally, you know, if you look at it from Tottenham's point of view. He is an England international and he has played a key role. You know, when he was playing for England, he he was pretty much a almost a, a, a guaranteed starter at one point. He was starting a lot of games for England under Gareth Southgate. And uh, Tottenham would look at that and, and try and use that as a as a sort of a USP as to why he is worth 20 million quid. But I think if if Tottenham lower their price a little bit, I think that yeah, I, I think they'll be I think that the, the interest in 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 Winks will be far more far more concrete, shall we say? Mm. That Leicester link was quite interesting. I mean, obviously, one player that looks like could leave uh, Leicester this summer is Yuri Tillemans. I think he's got a year left on his contract, and mm. see a number of clubs like Arsenal, and I think even maybe Spurs are looking at him. Um, is is that a player that might, might come to Spurs, Yuri Tillemans? And and if he was to leave, then surely that would that would be a uh, you know a real sign that he, that maybe Harry Winks would go to, uh, yeah. to Leicester. Yeah, potentially, potentially. You know, I can see, I can see Tielemans. I can see Tottenham making a move for Tielemans late in the window, uh, but I think it's not one that they would they would look to do at the moment. I, they've definitely got an interest in Tielemans, but all the indications I've had so far this window is that it's it's a no uh, on Tielemans. But I, I I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. I think there is. I think there is a deal to be done for Tielemans, but it'll be late again. It'll be late in the window, and if yeah, I think if there is a club that Tielemans would ideally join, I think he would pick Tottenham over Arsenal purely because of the whole Champions League thing. Um, because I think he's. I think he's. I, I, I think I don't know if he's spoken publicly publicly about it, but I'm 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 led to believe privately that that's what he he wants to do he wants to go to a club where he can play where he can play champions league football and obviously tottenham would be able to offer him that and and that and at the moment arsenal can't okay that's a nice way to go into a break yeah, isn't it? Would please all your all your listeners and viewers for sure most yeah. certainly what, what a lovely way to go to our first break of the show there a player picking spurs over arsenal not a bad way at all um listen Thank you so much again for guys all your support tonight. We are going to go for our first break of the show for our listeners that are on audio. Phoenix 51 is a powerful employee technology enabling organizations to make data-driven decisions at every stage of the employee journey from hiring through benchmarking and development too. The platform provides detailed analytics on the most important asset in your business, your people enabling organizations not only to make the correct hiring decisions but also how to benchmark train and retain them phoenix 51 powering your people decisions through every part of the employee journey for our watching audience on youtube which is building all the time there's about 800 900 of you watching us live so again thank you so much for all of your incredible support spurs have got and i know again we have to repeat this and believe it they have got four signings over the line and we're early uh, early July, even I couldn't get my words out there. Early July, potentially more to come. Sammy's dangling the carrot, the wonderful Sammy Mockbell from the Daily Mail joining us. And of course, Daily Hotspurs' very own, last one Spurs' very own, Jamie Brown, transfer guru, giving us, of course, his time as well. Always delighted to have his time. Right, Sammy, let's steer the show back round to you. And we're going to discuss this left sided centre back position, which seems to be, 
Oh, my God. I mean, we've had so many names linked with this position over the course since the beginning of the summer to where we are now. So just to kind of throw a few out there, which I know are already very well prominent amongst Spurs, Twitter, uh, Piero Hinchapi, Ivan Indica, Alessandro Bastoni, you mentioned obviously earlier in the show, Clement Longley, again, that one looks like he's got some legs, Pau Torres, Josco uh, Guardiola. Um, do you have a personal feeling maybe taking Longley out of the equation because that looks like it's going to get done, although it is Tottenham, so we have to wait and see, um, who they'll stay mate edge towards? Because it does have a feeling that Spurs still want another centre-back. Mm. Will that be, in your opinion, mm. have a left-sided centre-back? Or could even Gleeson Bremer mm. be in that equation as well? What do you think? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think Bremer's definitely got uh, definitely got legs. Once Lenglet's over the line, I think that takes the pressure off a little bit. Um, but I I still get the impression that, that Conte wants a, um, a centre-back that can go straight into the team and will unquestionably go in, you know, strengthen his 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 defence. Um, whereas in terms of Lenglet, as I think some of your viewers of of of, of listeners have, have mentioned, I think he he there isn't necessarily that guarantee that he's as good as or better than what is already in the already in the building. So you know, Bastoni would be his dream to get that to get that deal over the line. I don't, but we know as we've already mentioned, I mean, we don't think that's necessarily going to be possible. So you're looking at alternatives there. Guardiola, can they do a deal for him? It's going to be. He's going to be very expensive, and 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 the thing with Guardiola as well is that there are other clubs who are who are, who are just as interested, arguably bigger clubs than 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 Tottenham. So that could turn into a little bit of an auction. Um, I'm not sure that's something that sort of Daniel Levy of Tottenham are going to want to get involved in. Um, but it comes back it comes back down to that sort of that old adage of, of trying to get trying to get good centre halves is 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 you know particularly ones that can adapt to the Premier League and the physicality of the Premier League are hard to come by. Um, whether whether Tottenham can can get one another one over the line, including like plus Lenglet, I, I I don't know. I think it'll be a tough ask, but it's 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 one that's certainly on 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 on, on the club's radar for sure. Just in terms of potential outgoings with some of the defenders, of course, two wing-backs have been linked with moves away. Um, Emerson Royale on, and then, of course, uh, Sergio Reguilon on the other side. Of course, with Spurs bringing in Perisic, obviously a, a left wing-back, Ryan Session already on that side. And then, of course, Jed Spence hopefully coming in and, and maybe Matt Doherty there. So, obviously, we're going to maybe need to get rid of some. So, do you think with either of those two in, in Emerson Royale and Sergio Reguilon, are there any suitors for those two players? And are those two players that maybe you can see mm-hmm. even? This, this uh, summer, yeah, yeah. I uh, Regulon, I, I I checked at the end of last season. I had a little whisper about Regulon and potentially leaving. I checked, and I was uh, I got a, a very affirmative yes. It's it, it's going to be it's a possibility that he could be on his way. Uh, I was led to believe that Barcelona have an interest in him, but uh, as we know, well, I think that their financial problems have eased a little bit this week following a, a cash injection, and they're now able to. To register players and get players over the line, um, they have an interest in him. I'm told um, whether he's a priority, I don't know, but um, I, I can certainly see Regulon attracting interest. Um, I think the they're end. going for Alonso at the moment, so maybe it'll be a case of if they can't get Alonso, if they can't get Alonso through the ball, then it might be Regulon exactly. In terms of um, Emerson Royal, Royal, yes, I, I think he was. I'm not sure. 
Conte's been overly impressed, shall we say. Um, I think it's fair to say with, with Roy. There was some decent... It's weird, though, it's weird though, Sab, because his agent obviously is coming out and suggesting that he's going to stay. Do you think, again, that's just an agent being an agent there? Or do you yeah, think there's I anything? think there's, there's, always an, you know, there's always an agenda, isn't there, to, to, to you know, certainly to, to, to agent quotes in... During the summer, during the summer window, it's you know they've got that they've got to look after their they've got to look after their clients and mm. they've got to say do the right things and say the right things for their clients and you know, um, but if I, I think Emerson Royal has if they can do a deal at around twenty million for for someone like Emerson Royal, I think they you know they they would certainly do that. The fact if they certainly if they can get Jed Spence over the line or get another right wing back over the line, his chances of playing regularly next season are going to be kind of limited so um i can certainly see that would they would look at royale and think that's a that's a possibility um that's a, that's a possibility of, of of getting some money through the door for sure when you arrive during the season it's not easy this is quite the welcome in north london it was a big challenge for me and it looks like they pinched all three points this type of situation make me a bit angry surely not another twist i was a bit scared before the game. Oh, and it's in! It's Harry Kane with the header! Look what it means to the new head coach. We needed to work very hard. Stephen Bergwijn! I don't believe it! They were going home with nothing. They leave with everything. Yes! It was the tough period. Oh, and he's curled it into the top corner. He's done it again! Important three points for us. And Lucas Moura! The fight for Champions League football is going to go right to the wire. At the end of the season, one point instead of zero point can change your life. Did you believe top four was possible? Yes. Out of interest, uh, Sam, because I mean, again, there's been a few comments here asking me to ask you this question. Um, obviously, we know the club, we discussed earlier in the show, Spence obviously is one of their priority signings. Mm. Do you think... From that perspective, it would just be spent as a wing-back. There wouldn't be anybody else coming in because obviously that would then maybe heavily inflate um, the, the wing-back area. Do you think even if they were let, letting Royale go, they'll still obviously have um, on that right-hand side, they have Matt Doherty and uh, forgive me, they're also going to have over on the right-hand yes, side, Spence obviously coming in. Wouldn't be any, you think that, does Conte view that strong enough? Because again, I think my reservation has been um, Matt Doherty only to really walk the second half of the season did he really yeah. stumble into quite a bit of form. Spent you looking at that area again, young player, unproven in the Premier League, high potential. When you've got that area battling mm. it out for you know Champions League football, high Premier League teams. My only worry is that Spurs, from a right hand side perspective, I think it's quite a weak side. Do you think, from what you've heard, any speculation that that would be what Conte wants as the two players for that area? Mm. Yeah, can can I, I can't remember, and you'd have to correct me if I'm wrong. Did, did Kulisevsky play right wing back at all towards the end of last season? No, not really. No, not really. No, I remember him finding that there was a lot of talk about him possibly playing in that position. Oh, wasn't yeah, there, actually, time, yeah. Conte, I do remember actually. Conte did actually he did say, say that he did say that he could yeah. play there, didn't he? So. Yeah. yeah, so I just wonder if that is a an emergency option for him. But I no, but I, I totally get what you're saying, and and mm. I'm you know I'm sure that is something that that Conte would be fully aware of. But mm. um, you know, getting one right wing back over the line has, has proved yeah. very difficult <laughs> and very elusive so far. So getting another one, yeah, God, Jesus, yeah. One there, we are, there we are going, there we are going deadline day. Yeah, one hundred percent, we're going deadline day. No, that's, that's, 
they'll concentrate. They'll do Spence, get Spence done, and then yeah, see what's what's um, what's available. Maybe a little bit later, but yeah, he, you know, I think Spence, as we all know, is is is, yeah. is the here and now, and is the immediate priority for them to try and to try and do. Yeah, sticking sticking on the Nottingham Forest vibe. Um, Joe Roden has been linked with a potential move to Nottingham Forest, mm. as is Davidson Sanchez. Apparently, there's been murmurs of of Monaco sniffing around. Um, those two central defenders, as far as you're concerned, Sam, anything you've heard that they could both be leaving before the window closes? Yeah, I've heard a bit. I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't heard much about Sanchez, but I think there is domestic interest. Um, I think there is domestic interest from um, in, in Roden, for sure. Um, as you say, I think the Forest have looked at him and and, 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 and he's been you know, interested. I... I, from what I hear, I think Conte might be a little bit conflicted. Not conflicted, but I think he's a little bit unsure of whether it's the right thing to let to let Roden go. Because I think they, he looks at Roden and I think he can see a player there. But it's just where you know, is he good enough? Has he got the time to shape him during a season where they're going to be where they're going to be contesting? Hopefully, again, you know, from a, a top four position, maybe even better, playing in the Champions League. And kind of finally trying to win a trophy, you know. There's so many big games next season, um, and I think Conte. It, it comes back to the, having that 16 or 17 players of of, of elite level. You know, does does um, does Roden fit into that final kind of six or seven places that are just under that where, you know, you might nick a game here or there, but does don't, you know, does Joe Roden want to do that? Does he, you know, at his age, he spent a couple of seasons now at Tottenham, does he want to go out and actually play regular football? I think he probably will do. And, and I think uh, a move to a club like Nottingham Forest, where he's likely to play regularly, uh, I can see how, why that would be appealing for him. Yeah, I mean, t- two big names maybe leaving the club this uh, this summer. Um, of course, the first one being Tongi and Dombele. Um, I mean, it, it was it was interesting this week because they came out with some quotes about potentially wanting to stay and and you know being ha- maybe being happy at Spurs and you know he can see himself see himself being there still. Um, is, is that a player that's going to have any interest? Is, is that surely going to be someone that Spurs are going to really struggle to get out the door, isn't it, Tongi and Dombele? Yeah, yeah, potentially. Listen, he's got no. I think we, we kind of know he's going to have no future under under Antonio Conte. I don't think Conte will look at Ndombélé and think that that he's someone that he can rely on. You know, he, I think he's. We know he's a very gifted footballer, uh, and on his day, he's probably, You know, he's he's got the potential to be one of the best sort of most complete centre midfielders in 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 the Premier League. But that, those days have been sort of really. Few and far between since he signed, um, but you know that's a double-edged sword. The, 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 the problem with that is, is as you say, there's going to be a, there's going to be a difficult. I think there's going to they're going to find a difficulty in trying to usher him out. You know, try and find a buy for him. You know, because where was he on loan towards the end of last season? I, I forget. Leon. Leon was it? Yeah, Leon. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's back now. It doesn't look like they they're interested in taking no. him on a, on a permanent. So no. You're kind of starting again with him, where you know you're trying to drum up interest, and you know for for a player who cost so much money was you know I think it was club record at you know club record yep. time. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you you're going to take a massive hit, financial hit on him, and and it's it's a shame because I think there is a player in 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 Dombley for sure, but 
for whatever reason, he just hasn't adapted to, to, to life in the Premier League and sort of life at, at Tottenham. I'm not, not, not under just under one manager. He's, you know, he's failed under a number of managers now. So it's, um, uh, it's, it's a tough one for him, for sure. What I'll ask you, Sam, you know, obviously, as Jay referenced earlier, we've got the uh, pre-season tour at the end of the week coming very soon. Would you be would you be surprised if uh, Ndombele and the Celso would be on that trip? Good question. Um, I think I, I, I don't see I don't see why they wouldn't be on the why they wouldn't be on the trip. I think I think ostracizing players like that when I think they know that they can go. I think you know. I think Lacelso will know that he's he's available, and Dombele will certainly know he's available. Mm. Keeping him at home, you know, I don't know if that you know if that's the if that's the right move to make, and 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 it also and it also gives uh, any suitors a bit of ammunition to say, look, he, he didn't even come to you. He didn't even come on your preseason tour. Mm. You know, let yeah. us have him. For, Two million less than you than you want. So, yeah, yeah, I, you know, for 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 the sake of those problems, you know, I think leaving those two players behind it could could be more trouble than it's worth, really. Okay, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Jay ask you the Ericsson question. I just want to ask you a, a quick question, Sammy, just to follow up on that, um, only because it might potentially be two loans that we haven't covered off on the script. But um, Brian Hill and Pape Matasar. Um, mm. Don't know if you know anything about those guys. I mean, there's been there's been rumours as such that essentially uh, they'll allow Pape Matasar to have pre-season, then make a judgment on whether he will stay at the football club or go out on loan to hopefully an English side. And then yeah. Brian Hill, a player that we know was on loan last season at Valencia. Um, yeah. Conte referenced the fact that, you know, I think in January, and Jay might have to correct me here, I think Conte said that, you know, Spurs need to be a bit more due diligent with their buys um, because ultimately he looks a talented kid, but... Uh, to quote one of our own Richard Cracknell, probably needs to get on the wacko stakes to, to bulk up a bit in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just wondered if you know anything about Pape Matasar, Brian Hill. Could they two, could they be mm. potentially two loans before the end of this summer yeah. window? Yeah, I think Matisar, I, I think it, it would be the wise thing for, for Conte to have a look at them, the coach to have a look at him um, moving forward in over the summer. But whether... Whether he will is ready for for first team football at Tottenham, kind of remains to be seen. I think he's he's a he's a young player who could benefit for sure going out on loan to a to a to a low level uh, Premier League club or a top kind of top level Championship club, and you know just get to get a taste of regular regular football in England and and what it takes to be a success um, would help him a lot. Uh, Brian Gill. It's a tough one because he's he is obviously a talented footballer, um, but he's as you say he's very slight. And it, listen, big being bulky and being strong isn't necessarily a, a pre you know a prerequisite for being a success in yeah. the Premier League. Yeah. You know, look at yeah. look at someone like you know David Silva, who yeah. might be one of the best players I've ever seen live. You know, he was a yeah. he was a you know he was just this piece of string. He was you know he was but he was. He was so technically gifted and he was so clever and there's ways yeah he 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 made himself a success he was so he was so good and and Gil was a little bit in that listen Gil's not 
a David Silva. That's you know that's not a beat around the bush. He, he's not a David Silva, but he's got similar attributes. But he's he's I just don't think he's taken to the physicality, and I don't think he's entrenched himself in in that um, in that kind of football. Whereas someone like Silva, I think he reveled in. I think he reveled in getting kicked. So you think, you know, he to get kicked and then I will, you know, come back for more. He's to keep coming back for more. I'm not sure Gill's got that same sort of mentality. Um, so I can certainly see, I can certainly see Brian Gill and 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 so I'm going out, going out alone again for sure. Okay, just before I hand over to Jay, just uh, guys, any in the watching audience, if you've got anyone that you want to mention at all to Sammy, we might just do a quick summary at the end. Any names you want to throw at us, and we'll fill them. And give them to Sammy at the end. He can tell us if he knows of any interest from Spurs. So, guys in the comments, feel free to do that, and I'll pass over to Jay now. Finally, Jay, over to yeah, you. I mean, one one name that did come up this, uh, I think it was this week, was Christian Eriksen. Now, of course, we were linked with him earlier in the start of the window. Maybe a player that Conte would reunite with. Of course, the guy he worked with at Inter Milan. Um, yeah. He does look like he's going to Manchester United. It does sound like yeah. that. pretty much agreed. Now that this caused a lot of controversy, actually. Um, course you know Spurs fans really thought that he was the kind of the answer to bring in a number 10 into the into the squad um and do, do you think there's any potential that Spurs might look to bring in a number 10 can you see that at all that Spurs look to go and bring it because I know a lot of people think that you know there's been some games last season where Spurs could have done with a creative midfield I know Ricky <laughs> you know is certainly saying there he's, he's been definitely pushing that in our yeah. group chat about the need for maybe a creative midfielder now I know Conte throughout his career he's never really kind of used a creative midfielder uh, before. Obviously, the creativity always usually comes from the wing backs. But mm. do you think that the case that Spurs might look for a midfielder of that kind of ilk with uh, Christian Eriksen? I'm. I kind of. I, I think we'll, Conte will also will always kind of revert to to time. He's not one to kind of accommodate those kind of luxury players in his teams. He never really. Never really has, and um, signing a number ten could they make? Yeah, maybe at the end of the window, but even then, uh, I, I'm not sure it will be an absolutely top class number ten because I'm not sure Conte will we want to play with a with a number ten in a lot of games. Um, so that kind of means that whoever if if they if they signed a a creative midfielder would would, would have to spend a, a, a large portion of time on the sidelines, or maybe coming on off the bench when when they need a goal. Which there's always a lot of pressure on. I I find on you know on, on forward players when they you know coming on with twenty minutes to go to try and change a game, and it's not an idle you know not an idle situation. So never say never, but uh, I think Conte has other other priorities for sure. Okay, so that kind of probably rules. You know, there's been links to someone to someone like Luis Paqueta, a player that I know looks very promising on the show. Real, where we heard that before, but um, no, yeah. appreciate that. Up to you know, it's, it's weird. But I think for me personally, I've just, I think I've become so obsessed with having that lock picker in a team and having that someone that's guy who does mm. that eye of the needle ball that maybe under yeah. Conte. I still look at that midfield four for me. Uh, you know, Basuma, yeah. Skip, uh, Benton, Core, of course, and Hoybier. And for me, my only worry is when you're going to have a team like. Everton come to you, and let's not dig out Everton at all. <laughs> but uh, Brentford, you know, the lower league teams, uh, mm. want to break them down. It's gonna be, I think it's gonna be very hard to do that with those four. So, interesting to see mm. if that creativity will come from the wing backs. Obviously, that's key to Conte's playbook. So, we'll see. Um, 
just Sammy Ross, people throw some names in. You can tell us if you've heard anything at all. Uh, James Madison, anything on James Madison? Oh, this summer no, I haven't heard that, and I, I I would be very surprised if if okay. um, Tottenham would go or not Tottenham, but Copperzie Madison's a good player mm. for sure. But I'd be I I I don't see him as a a Conte type okay. player, certainly not a Conte type character. Yeah. Fine, based on what you said, that kind of makes sense. And uh. Koulibaly apparently is reportedly available for a fee of thirty million. Anything... I think it's an interesting one, Koulibaly. I, 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 I haven't heard him link with Tottenham. I have heard him. I have heard whispers about Chelsea, but I've not heard the right. Tottenham. But I, 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 you know, I think he would kind of fit the bill for for Tottenham for sure mm. if they're looking for a centre back proven yep. that Conte will obviously know, um, having you know spent his time in Italy. Um, who could go into that team and make yeah. it and make an immediate immediate difference? Uh, there's, always, there's always a little bit of a gamble when you're signing a player from abroad. Yeah, I think that's why you know why clubs often Premier League clubs often try and you know if they can sign proven Premier League talent because they know they can go straight in and and, and do a job. But there's always a little bit of a risk uh, when you sign players from abroad, just in terms of the ad- adaptation period, how long it takes, and whether they can actually fully adapt. Um, but Koulibaly is, is not one that I've heard, but I okay. see I can certainly see the merits in 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 in, in that move for sure. Okay, and another one being mentioned, I think probably the final one we're going to ask you is probably Paul Torres. Only purely maybe on the basis that the Celso was on loan last season at Villarreal. Torres is a player that Spurs seem to have had a long term interest in. They went for him last summer, reportedly mm. turned Spurs down because of a lack of Champions League football. Can you see that door being reopened again, Sam? I think so. Yeah, I I I I, I have heard. I have heard Torres quite strongly with Tottenham, uh, certainly at the start of the summer, um, as an alternative to to the other defend centre halves that we've that we've mentioned. Um, as you say, though, getting you know getting Torres out the sort of out the door at Villarreal would be, I think would 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 prove what well, would certainly take a lot of money. Would be take big money, and whether the funds are there to 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 to, to spend that amount of money on a on on someone who is not at the very top of their list. Um, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I, that's not one I would I would be rushing to rule out, though. OK. The, the grilling is nearly over, Sammy. I'm going to hand over to Jamie to, uh, to, to let him play the show. Over to you, Jamie. Yeah, um, just another name that I wanted to mention was uh, the Argentinian uh, right-wing back Molina from Udinese. That's a player that's been very popular on Twitter. I don't know if you've heard anything about him. Um, it's a very. I haven't. No, no, that, that isn't. That, that's the first I've heard of of, of, okay. of, of Molina. No, I've not heard. I, I, I'd be surprised with, if there was to be another. As we mentioned with Depay earlier, um, I, I, I'd be surprised if there was another winger right. coming in right now. Okay. I think when you get into the final couple of weeks of the of the window, all, all bets are off. Or you know, yeah. off a little bit because you see what the, what deals are out there and you know what you can get. On, on the cheap, as it were, and what, and you know, I think you know, Levy's is the is the old the old master at sort of doing that and getting those yeah. getting those sort of deals. But right now, uh, I think they're going to kind of try and stick to the script as much as they can and and just get the players or, get, or fill the positions that that um, Conti wants filled. Mm. I mean, just just to kind of wrap it up, and the final question we had was was how many players would do you think we might bring in? Of course, as we we've mentioned throughout the show, the two obvious positions do seem to be that left sided centre back and yeah. and a right wing back. 
And, and you mentioned as well, maybe about the possibility of, of something else cropping up. How, how likely do you think that is that Spurs might see an opportunity to bring mm. in a player of, of someone who suddenly becomes available? Is, is that a, a likelihood that might happen or, or will Spurs, are, as you mentioned, you know, are they going to stick to scripts? I think I, I think there's certainly going to be another two players coming in. I think we know that for sure. Um, a centre half and uh, a right a right wing back. Um, and listen, I if I was a betting man, I'd I'd say yeah, they, they they might do a deal late in the window. If if the right player came along, I don't think they'd be adverse to that. If you know if Conte and and the club saw a player become available that they liked and they could get for a for for a good deal. Um, I can certainly see that happening, but for now, I think they just want to get those two players over the line, and uh, I think Conte will be happy with. So that would be six players, right? If if they yeah. were to get those two players, I think that's that was that was the aim. I think that was the aim at the start of the, at the start of summer to get six players over the line, and you know they're, they're sort of well on their way to doing that. Yeah. They can get if they can make a, a breakthrough over the next 24, 48 hours with Jed Spence. You know that you know that he could join them as we said on tour next week. And then, you know, you're looking at, uh, at getting a, a centre-half over the line, Lenglet, and that's six players. And then, you mm. know, you, you, the bulk of your business is done and you might nick one, might, might nick a player in the window. The, the interesting one as well, because I've not, I meant, um, I've seen that Inter Milan, they've not actually sold anyone yet. Of course, Scrignard has been strongly linked to PSG, but it, that kind of one that's been going on for a very long time. So do you think mm. any chance at all that maybe... They might have to sell Bastoni. I'm probably pushing it a bit. But yeah, yeah. If there were, listen, if there was any kind of opportunity, any kind of uh, if there was any kind of sign where the club would think, yeah, we could, we've got a chance here, they will go full pelt for Bastoni if they could do. I okay. Just, I, I, I gather, from what I gather, from what I hear, I, I think it's it's just not going to be able to. Yeah, it's not going to happen this this summer. I think it was it was going so well set up into that last line. <laughs> I think they just they just they, I think they just determined to hold on to him and um, yeah. yeah. And more more importantly, I think Bastoni is is happy to stay and I don't think he's going to agitate to get okay. out. Um, mm. Which kind of you know it, it kind of points to him staying for sure. Mm. Sammy, I've got to say, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, my friend. The grilling. Yeah. Is over. It's always a pleasure having you on last word on Spurs. We've absolutely loved it. Guys. I've, I've oh. totally enjoyed it. So listen, um, yeah, have me on any time. It's um, been it's been a pleasure. So thank you. You're a diamond, Sammy. For our watching audience on YouTube, it's been like 800, 900 people watching us plus live. Where can they find all the the wonderful content you do? What you provide? Where can they find all your stuff? Well, uh, on t- I'm on Twitter on the at Sammy Mockbell underscore DM. Um, so I'm there and then you can catch all my stuff on, on, on Made Online which I'm sure everyone uh, knows the address to so uh, you can you can catch all my stuff on there uh, and guarantee you Sam you probably all the Spurs fans know where you are don't worry they yeah. all know where you are like I say it's been a real pleasure having you Jay loved having Sammy on great show right no always always great to speak to Sammy of course we had him on in January it was brilliant then and uh, yeah nice to have him on now because as, as we kept mentioning at the start of the show it was obviously the January one was was very, you know, we need yeah. signings today. Was different, it? Yeah, 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 for sure. Start to relax. We can be a bit more calm about not, you know, not having the sixth player through the door. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's very nice. Great to speak to Sammy. Yeah. Absolutely. Jay, thank you so much for your time, my friend. For the brilliant Sammy Mottbell from Jebby Brown, from myself, guys, keep safe, keep well, be back with you very soon. And as always, come on, you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.